Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. I'm your host, Dr. Alan. Delighted that you've joined us today. Are you a busy professional, passionate about the work of your calling, yet realize that even though you love what you are doing, you're exchanging your time for money? You know that if you were to lose the ability to exchange time for money, your financial well-being will be in jeopardy. If you can relate, I have great news. Steve Tucker Capital is an investment company designed for professionals to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Remove the anxiety of an uncertain financial future and go to steetalker.com. Get your free one-page 10-step guide to passive real estate investing. Welcome, enlightened investors. I am delighted to have with us today an all-around entrepreneur who brings us the wisdom of three decades of business success. Jerome Maldonado is diversified in construction, real estate, development, restaurants, beauty salons, e-commerce, and other endeavors. In 1998, he stepped into real estate investing as a developer specializing in single-family residential and quickly branched out into retail and office. In 2009, he transitioned his company's focus to multifamily value-add real estate. Jerome, before we get into what it means to be a diversified entrepreneur, share a memorable experience from your formative years that helped you to be the person you are today. There's a lot of them, Alan. You know, I think it starts with our childhood. My parents, my mom and dad were real good. Memorable experiences. There's a few specific ones when you're battling hard things through life and it started with sports and then it started even scholastically for me with uh, with education because I was dyslexic. My mom, I was would push, always would advocate for us. And she'd always push and push us for education and betterment of life because it came from such a hard upbringing financially. And so that those are memorable experiences. And then anytime I think there's a challenge in your life, it's memorable, right? So 1997, I was, I was part of a large direct sales and network marketing company. The company was shut down by the FTC, went from making over 20000 a month to zero overnight. So that pivot that took from 1997 all the way to 1998 and even into 1999 was very memorable in its experiences and in life. And then 2008, the recession, that was a big learning experience and education itself. That's a very memorable experience. And that took us five years to clean up and get through. So those are all extremely memorable experiences that really shaped and sculptured a character is to, into who I am, into our businesses, into how we run our businesses. We continue. We continue to tally up more memorable experience, God willing. Yeah, those memorable experiences are often not the best memories, but they often can be some of our best learning experiences. Well, talk to us about the mindset behind entrepreneurialism, and particularly in the aspect of real estate. Just like any business, mindset is strong and it never fails to amaze me how important it really honestly is and how many people lack in that one thing. You know, this past Saturday, I was on the, a Zoom call with over 30 people that I was leading and working with, mentoring in real estate development. And I, and I spent about 40 minutes just talking about some of my early mentors' books, right? Books, mindset stuff, I'm showing them some old. Um, audio cassette tapes that I held dearly to my heart that I would listen to every single night. I'm going to bed 
And, and I remember at a time when I first got started, it was most important to infiltrate as much positive information and not just positive information, but good educational information. And most of it started with, with really mindset, the way we think, the way business people think differently from average people, the way our society sculpts and trains us. And I told him, I said, you know, you're probably wondering, what does this have to do with real estate? And I, I told him it has everything to do with real estate. Because as soon as you get into buying your first property, your first single family rental, your first multifamily rental, building a house, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what you're doing in real estate. There's a mindset behind it. And even just to be able to pull the trigger to buy that first piece of real estate, it takes a mindset of an entrepreneur in a fashion where you sit back and you're going against the grain of what we're taught, you know, go to school, get an education and go out and work for the man, for, for somebody else, um, which we need good employees. but. We have to also understand that when a society that's evolving and growing um, now more than ever, um, the retirement opportunities with companies, federal government, Social Security, it doesn't exist like it did for our parents and our grandparents. It's different, right? We um, Social Security, we'd only be so lucky, lucky to have that type of stuff. Medical insurance, you know, I, I see guys that are work, even one in particular gentleman that's working for me now that's an independent contractor battling health stuff. And he just came in and started working for us. And I see the adverse effects of not having health care. All this stuff plays an effect on our mindset and how we do things. And it's amazing because I'll sit down and I'll, I'll, I've been in this game for so long and I really immersed myself in it in the 90s. It's a way of life for me. And so what I now consider to be a way of life, it seems odd to me that people don't think like that. And it's one of the hardest stones that I have to grind against to get people really thinking the way they need to, just to help them move forward. And so that's my biggest obstacle. It's not, is there the right type of real estate or is there opportunity in real estate or is there an opportunity in business? It's, can I get your mindset to just tweak a little bit? So we can get you pushed in that direction because that's the hardest, that's the hardest aspect of anything for most new investors or entrepreneurs is just pushing that mindset that, hey, yes, that's how the world's built and you can also do it as well. So mindset's huge. It's super important. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. As an industry-leading, relationship-focused, design-build construction firm, Mosaic Construction has worked in many different asset classes from multifamily to retail, medical, industrial, and commercial. Mosaic Construction works to execute interior and exterior renovations with their team of trades and project managers. Their experience with value-add improvements has resulted in increased ROI and long-term value of the assets. They work nationally in partnership with local trades to deliver thoughtful, problem-solving construction management solutions to all their clients. For a personal no-obligation consultation, call Ira Singer, 773-491-3145. Or email Ira at mosaicconstruction.net. You can also find Ira on LinkedIn. Yeah, it truly is. And like you mentioned, healthcare issues, they can be so demoralizing. And when you don't have health insurance and different ways to take care of those things, they can multiply and become even more devastating. And I think that's true in so many things that people find themselves in downward spirals. And it is so difficult in those downward spirals to find a mindset that helps to pull you out of those different things. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. Mindset makes so much difference. Well, generating capital through buying land and building houses has been one of your 
most successful endeavors, most people in real estate don't talk too much about, about buying land and developing. So tell us why that's been one of your major endeavors and how it has been successful for you. Um, it's been a great cash flow endeavor. <laughs> Investing becomes an expensive career, right? There's only so much capital that each one of us have individually. And in early years, coming from a very conservative background, my parents always taught me, you know, save your credit, don't ruin your credit. Yeah, you, you play it safe. And you know what happened, in all honesty, is I, I got involved in network marketing. And when things fell apart in 1997, I trashed my credit. I got down to like a 480 credit score. I had over 30 lines of bad credit on my report. And I got started in construction when all of that happened, merely on accident. But you know what was cool about the business model, Alan, was that I could take a 50% deposit on installing a project for a residential customer. And that afforded me the ability to buy all the materials and a little paid for a little bit of the labor. And then I was able to finance my profit and in a part, a small part of the labor. And since payroll revolved a week, I, if I pushed the project quick enough, I was able to collect my second check, pay off the rest of the payroll and I had profit. And so in early years, I needed businesses like that because what landed up happening was when you have bad credit, you can't afford to pay for things. You have to get money somehow. So the business model of opening up a construction company just happened to, to work. And I knew how to market. I knew how to sell. It was one of the most important, most integral parts of the success of our business was my marketing and sales experience. I recommend it to all people in life, so young kids, adults, professionals. It's, it's one of the pivotal pieces that are needed. So what happened was my brain started thinking in that fashion, like what industries can I get into where I can make cash? Well, I started, I bought a couple rental homes and there was a gap time between the time that I could save up enough money from the first rental home to the second rental home to buy it. Then I was forced to get a retail building. Okay. So before I bought land and built houses, I bought a small retail building. So I had to wait a little bit of time, buy, save up a little money, put a down payment on a retail building um, so I could house my business in the back, lease up the front, and then I have money to renovate it. Well, all of that takes time. And so cash flow was very, very important. We were pouring concrete, a concrete foundation for a, a small builder. And I didn't really know that builder. It was just a phone call to our office that we were that we were installing. But what I did take note of is every day that I went and check on this project, there was a guy that rolled up on a Harley Davidson motorcycle and he always looked clean, looked sharp, looked like he, you know, he looked like he was enjoying life, looked like he just stepped off the beach of Hawaii to come down and check on his on his job site. And I took note of how he wasn't really doing anything, was clean to a T, was there for a short time and left. And I got to talking to him one day, Alan, and I asked him, I said, you the builder on this house? He said, yeah. And I said, how many of these do you have going on? He said, I thought three of them. And I said, so is this what you do full time? And he said, he kind of chuckled, laughing in so many words, said, yeah, but I don't really do it full time. Um, he looked like he was enjoying life. So it captivated my interest into what he was doing. And I asked him, I was I was very bold. And I asked him, I said, how much do you think you'll make on building that house? And he got, he, he laughed and he was an Australian. He goes, you know, mate, I, I think I, I better make at least eighty to $100,000 on that one, you know? And I sat back thinking, good God. I said, how long do you think it'll take you to build that? He goes, well, about four months. And so I sat back and I go, geez, this guy's going to make that in four months. He has three of them going on. What the hell am I doing? I was working all year. I had a seven-figure business our first year in business. But even if you do 1.1 million in business, I maybe made a $300,000 profit. This guy's building three homes part-time, making what I was going to make, working all year, busting my back. So I went and bought a lot 
three lots down from where this guy was building. And I just looked at the house. I went to an architect. I sat down. I unfolded it. My dad and I put an Excel spreadsheet together. My dad being an accountant just helped me put a simple spreadsheet together. And I dove into building a house. And on that first house, I made about $85,000, just shy of $85,000. And um, it took me all of about 120 days to build. And, and so I duplicated it, did it a second time that, that same year, made a little over 90 on the second one. And that was the start to what we've where we're at today. It was a great cash flow because I could I got up to building like 12 spec homes a year, which are homes that I spec'd out, I built and then I sold. And it, it made me a millionaire by the age of, age of 28 years old. I had my taxes paid, over a million dollars in the bank. I had my cash flowing company. And even today, up until 2016, Alan, I didn't use anybody else's capital. I used my own capital to buy my own assets and I used institutional money. Um, in 2016, I made a decision to figure out how to utilize other people's money, syndicate. And by 2018, two years of strong due diligence into syndicating and educating myself on it, I started using other people's money. But I'll tell you, it's been a great means for students and people working with me where I tell them, look, you can make a hundred grand part-time buying a piece of land and building a house if you use our business model. And so we still hit home runs with that today. I got a development in, in Washington state going on, $25 million worth of single family homes, one down in Palm Springs, and I'm doing it right here in my own backyard. Um, so we still buy land and build houses today. And it's been a very lucrative part of our business, very successful part for us and for students and people working with us. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Would you ever invest all your money in a single stock? Very unlikely. Yet investors are willing to risk $50,000 to $100,000 in a single property in real estate all the time. Investor is the world's first customizable real estate investment platform. Investors can build their own custom portfolio selecting investments across multiple asset classes such as single family homes, multifamily, student housing, self-storage, and shopping centers. You can also invest across multiple markets and different time frames. Avestra also enables other real estate entrepreneurs and syndicators to build and use Avestra's infrastructure and cloud platform to create their own customizable real estate funds. To learn more, visit us at avestrainc.com. Avestra, real estate investing made simple. Well, of course, you had the advantage of having a construction background before actually going in and buying your first piece of land and uh, developing that yourself. But that's, I guess, that's a part of what you do in your mentoring program is to actually teach people how to do that who don't necessarily have that construction background. Is that correct? Well, in somewhat Alan, and I really, in all honesty, I didn't have a construction background. I got my license in 2008. My, my parents were never in construction. I was never in construction. My brother-in-law was, and we did drywall and metal stuff framing. I was doing it as an interim job while I was trying to figure out where I was going to be and what I was going to do in my career. I, you know, I was, I was stuck between a rock and a hard place after the FTC shut us down in 1997. And um, I went to go sand some drywall and beat in labor for my brother-in-law. Well, when I came back to New Mexico to go back to college, I had one year left. And so I figured what better time to finish up my degree than when I have nothing better going on in my life. So I was trying to figure things out. So I told my brother-in-law, let's go get your license. And we went to go uh, take the exam together. And he didn't show up that day. I did. And so I took a course, I passed the exam and uh, I landed up with a contractor's license in an industry I knew nothing about, but I knew how to sell. I knew how to sell. I knew how to market. And so, and I read a little book called Think and Grow Rich. And it talked to me about employing the efforts of other people, people that were more talented than myself and putting their efforts to work. And I remember all that stuff. You know, I had four and a half years of, 
entrepreneurial experience by that time and hardcore entrepreneurial experience. I was immersed in it for four and a half years, two and a half to three years of hard struggles. And then I had a couple of years of, of extreme success at a very young age. I learned a lot. And Alan, it was more so my sales and marketing experience that really allowed me to prolay my, my business in construction than it was construction itself. Construction was just a vehicle. And I just utilized people that were wiser than I was in that industry. And I put their efforts to work and I was able to move forward in that in that regards. Well, why is real estate one of the single best assets to own? Just like you said, it's an asset. Um, it, it grow when you have an asset. It's not a liability. You can, it can become a liability if you don't know what you're doing in real estate. So it's important to to understand the difference between an asset and a liability. But when you buy a cash producing asset, piece of real estate that generates capital like that you can rent a single family home that you can rent more than what you're paying a mortgage on multi-unit real estate like storage units multi-family real estate office or retail because even even though office and retail are dying there's still a need for it in a small sector but multi-unit real estate that you can lease out and people have a need for to rent from you you can go in and, and take advantage of, of the cash flow from it and anytime you have a cash producing asset over the course of time it grows so if you look at historically the stock market you look at real estate they, they appreciated a rate of about 10% a year, 25 to 3% on small assets. And if they're cash producing, you can get, you know, if you, if you invest correctly, you can get, you know, up to a 10% return annually on your investment through the means of cash flow, through uh, your cash on cash return, which is when you get cash back on the money that you've invested based on rental income. And then your internal rate of return, which is income that you get when you sell and exit the property and through appreciation. And so when you have, and then plus you have the tax benefits of it. So that's the tax benefits are huge. That's one area of real estate that most people discount, never talk about, which is one of the largest, most profitable areas of real estate that I, I think everybody should be invested in. Even if you own a business, you're not in real estate and you're paying taxes because you have a very lucrative business. Business owners that are doing that are missing the boat on the, on the tax benefits. You know, athletes, professional athletes, anybody who does well um, financially, the tax benefits of real estate are huge, and it's a big missing component for most business owners that don't understand the benefits of it. So, yeah, that's, that's asset based. Enlightened investors will be right back after this important announcement. I have a big ask that will only take a moment of your time. Ratings and reviews are the lifeblood of our podcast. So to leave a review, iPhone or other Apple iOS device users, go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes. For all you non-Apple device users, go to podchasers.com. On either platform, search for Real Estate Investing Abundance. Once found, please leave a review and a rating. Subscriptions are also vital to our show's success, so please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. It is free to subscribe, and you can unsubscribe at any time. When I purchased my first rental property... I actually house-hacked and divided a single-family home into a triplex. I was just blown away with the tax benefits, even just from that one property. Yeah. makes such a huge difference. Well, you say that owning one investment property makes you an entrepreneur. 
Why is that? <laughs> once, you, once you own your own first property, you become responsible for your own income on that one property, right? And so it's a great way for people to dabble into entrepreneurship. Anytime that you have cash flow outside of a, the means of working by the hour, and you buy something that um, you have to manage and facilitate, um, it's a business. And so I tell people, you know, the best way to buy is not through your personal name, but through an LLC. And, and you start your own business because now you have the tax benefits of, be, of having write-offs. If there's expenses related to managing that property or maintaining that property, it becomes a tax write-off where if you uh, punch a clock and you go to work every day and you're a W-2 employee and you have no other means of income than that W-2 employment, you have no tax write-offs. And so your liabilities for taxes are at 100% of whatever your tax percentage is. And so when you become an entrepreneur by buying one piece of real estate, the gas you take that you spend driving down to that property, driving back, the phone calls that you're taking on your cell phone becomes a tax write-off. The conversations that you have over a dinner or a trip becomes a tax write-off. If you go into Home Depot and you're just simply browsing materials and so forth on a vacation, it becomes a tax write-off. And so there's tax benefits to own a piece of real estate, which um, you can exercise as an entrepreneur. Now, I always advise I'm not an accountant, so I always advise to people, just a little disclaimer, to consult with your CPA or accountant in regards to that stuff. Um, but there's tax benefits. Plus, you know, you have um, you, you're managing your own future in regards to that asset, in regards to that business, that house. Because now you you do have a business. That house becomes your business. Um, that piece of real estate becomes that your business. Your ability to wake up, meet with clients, lease that piece of real estate, deal with problems. All of that are, are the small aspects of becoming an entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur. So you truly get your first dibble dabble in being an entrepreneur in your first uh, rental property, whatever that asset class may be. Absolutely. Well, Jerome, tell us about not just your entrepreneurial business, but you're also a mentor and you teach and share your success with a lot of different people. So tell us about what you're doing in that realm and how it is that folks can get in touch with you to take advantage of that. Sure. So I never thought I'd be mentoring and teaching people about real estate, Alan, first and foremost. You know, it kind of happened ironically enough, when I started getting into the syndication world, realize that building relationships in, in the industry that you're in is very important, first and foremost, because you know if you're going to go out and, uh, and take people's capital to invest in an asset class of real estate, it's important that they know a little bit about what you're doing. So I found out very quick that people were not very educated and well-versed in real estate. And so when I started looking into syndicating and utilizing other people's money in 2016, by 2018, in fact, February of 2018 was the first time I ever created a Facebook page in my entire life, any, and as well as any other social media platforms. And so I found that it was easier to teach people about real estate that were affluent or even were novices. And through the means of helping them create capital, one, they like you, they trust you. And then you can take that capital, deploy it into other assets. And so it was a tool. Becoming a mentor was was a tool initially, but it's become very self-gratifying as well. It's been really neat being able to create several millionaires in real estate in the last few years, You know, just simply through taking people's money and putting it into multi-unit real estate, affordable housing um, specifically. And so that's been great. And we've been able to help people generate six figures in their first year and working with us, which has been really fun too. You know, To have people praying for you at night and advocating for you because of what you've taught them is, is I'll take all day long. So, you know, we created the Elite Real Estate Society in 2018. We have an online platform, but we also have live 
virtual um, trainings that we uh, work with people on hands-on, um, specifically on buying land and building houses, or we underwrite, you know, is the land that they're looking at the right land? Are they underwriting their business model correctly? Is the plans that they're utilizing and the demographics that they're looking to buy in, is it going to fit the demographics that needs to be sold within there? Is it a safe build in regards to the square footage? The bedrooms, the sizes of those, if there's a downturn economy, are they going to be able to move that asset class? Are they going to be able to sell it? And so we we work with them specifically on, on making sure that they have a business model that is successful in that regards. And then if, if they choose to work with us over a course of time, we teach them how to take that capital that they earn and deploy it into passive income, specifically affordable housing, multifamily real estate. We're building a lot of three-story garden style apartments all over the country, either us directly or people that are working with us and how we take take advantage of cost segregations, tax deferred income and, and tax write-off through depreciation of assets and being able to keep that capital in their pocket. So that was a loaded answer, Alan, but it's been self-gratifying. And that's kind of how our educational system works. And, um, and we've created some great friends, colleagues and professionals um, through, in the industry through working with them. So we're extremely excited to have done some. So, and I think you asked how to find us real easy, jeromemaldonado.com or Jerome Maldonado. My name's here in the video and in the podcast. And you can duplicate that on any social media platform, including Instagram. But on Instagram, it's Jerome Maldonado in the number one. And um, you can find us very easily. And our Elite Real Estate Society is on all of our platforms. Once you follow us, you'll be able to easily find out how to work with us, um, how to contact us. And we're always engaged. We have a full team that helps us and backs us. So we're excited in that regards. Hopefully, we get a chance to work with some of the viewers on this podcast, Alan. Definitely. An excellent platform that you have there, Jerome. Well, when you come to the end of this life and you look back on your life, what do you look back on with your greatest sense of fulfillment and satisfaction? My family, for sure. It doesn't have anything to do with work. Work's not fun. I mean, you got, you want to make it fun, right? You want to make it as fun as you can. There's an old, that old saying that if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. I think it's a bullshit saying. I, I don't because as soon as you do what you love, it becomes work, right? So, it's, so it, what when what you love so much becomes work. It, it's just as fun as anything else that you do. So I always tell people, do what makes you money because money makes your life easier. Don't fall in love with money. Money just makes your life easier. I pride myself on the fact that I can allow my kids a lifestyle. They can do any sport or have the education that they want, put them in a good neighborhood, good schools, and uh, give them options in life because life's already hard enough, right? So I pride myself in that regards. But if all I do, I do for myself and only for money, I waste, I've wasted my time. I've wasted my life and um, I failed at what I wanted to do. So I, I, I like to pride myself on the fact that I try to keep a good balance between my health, my family, my work. Although work tends to occupy the mass majority of our time, the free time that we do have, I like to say that let's invest it wisely and attentively into those that we love. And that's our, my family. And so I'd like to sit back and be prideful in my last days going, you know what? I'm just proud that my kids have done well. They're honest. They're, they're successful in their own means with their families, their relationships, and they're well taken care of financially. And so if I've done that, then as a father, I've done my job on this earth. Well, wonderful. Jerome, it has been a wonderful pleasure having you today. Thanks for being with us today. Alan, thank you and really appreciate you giving us the opportunity to be on your platform and your podcast. And thank you so much. 
Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steve Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steve Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steve Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at steve.com.